TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's 9.30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazeroski. Outside, currently cloudy, a little bit of rain, snow mix falling down, 35 degrees in Buffalo. As we get closer to an approaching lake effect storm, we're going to get a better handle now on what we can expect. Dave Thomas joining us this morning from the National Weather Service in Buffalo. Uh, First, Dave, the watch has been upgraded. What are we looking at? Uh, Yes, we do got a lake effect snow warning. Uh, It's in effect uh, beginning uh, tonight across the southern tier. And... For the Buffalo metro area, including Northern Area and Tennessee counties, this lake effects the warning starts 7 p.m. on Thursday. A watch to a warning, I mean, sounds more serious, but what exactly does that mean? It's, we have uh, greater confidence in the amount of snow, uh, the placement, and uh, duration of the event. All right, and as far as accumulations, it seems like we've gone from 9 inches to several feet. What are you looking at? What do you think? Uh, Correct. Uh, There are several feet of snow possible, uh, two to three across the Buffalo metro area, and uh, possibly up to four feet of snow in the heavier bands. So these heavier bands of snow, where exactly are they expected to be right now, and how could that change uh, in the forecast between now and Thursday and Friday when we're expected to see this thing start? Uh, yes, the heavier bands of snow, uh, we're fairly certain they're going to be lining up across the uh, city of Buffalo and now towards the Buffalo Airport. There will be uh, a sharp gradient uh, from the uh, three to possibly four feet of snow uh, down to uh, like a foot of snow or, or less. Uh, so there will be a sharp gradient, but the, the heavier snow is shaping up to be right across the heart of downtown Buffalo and out across towards the airport. All right. Kind of similar to the November storm then, right, of eight years ago? Correct. Uh, uh, very similar as far as uh, the placement goes. And, again, that gradient there uh, for this November event uh, uh, where we went from several feet down to uh, uh, almost nothing there over just a few miles. So uh, maybe if you don't get hit by the lake effect band, you could be in the clear? Uh, you could be. Uh, the band will be oscillating. Uh, so we'll be drifting up towards uh, Niagara and Orleans County here uh, towards the weekend. Um, and also will be uh, starting across the southern tier. So looks like everyone's going to get at least several inches of snow. And uh, for a good portion of uh, the area, we'll be measuring the uh, snowfall in feet. In your statement, Dave, from the Weather Service, it says that travel will be difficult to impossible. Can you talk Correct. about that? 
Yes, uh, especially during the daytime on Friday uh, across the Buffalo area, we're looking for snowfall rates up to three inches uh, per hour. And for the snowplow uh, clearing the roads, it's very difficult with these uh, snowfall rates to keep up with those, uh, keeping the roads clear. So with the roads uh, getting deeper and deeper as far as the snow cover goes, uh, travel will become uh, very difficult, uh, especially for that Thursday morning commute and also the Thursday evening commute. Well, uh, Dave, thanks for helping us uh, keep up to date on it. Dave Thomas with the National Weather Service joining us live this morning. Local officials say they're storm ready. Here's WBEN's Brayton Wilson. To combat the expected snowfall, Erie County has 37 plows ready to go to battle the winter conditions once the storm takes hold of the area. Preparations for the change of seasons has been ongoing for weeks now at the county level, with crews starting to winterize their equipment in October. We anticipate usually a first snowfall the last week of October, but our crews do a great job. The men and women of the department getting all the equipment ready and being storm ready. You know, we have over 35 pieces of equipment ready for this we do anticipate you know as it gets closer to the storm things will get a little more solidified into what areas will be impacted this particular one it seems the city north which is a little more densely populated and typically gets out of most of the snow it's outside the traditional snow belt but we're preparing for that and the traffic impacts that that'll pose with that was commissioner for the erie county department of public works bill geary as for the department of emergency services led by commissioner dan Neverth, they too are ready to assist anyone in need of help during the rigors of a snowstorm such as this when it comes to major concerns Concerns for Neverth and his crew, he worries most about a lack of common sense from local residents during significant weather events. People know that heavy snow is coming. If you don't have to be out, you shouldn't be out. You know, it's the insidious nature of lake effect snow where it could be sunny where we're standing right now and 15 minutes from now, I can't see you standing two feet away from me. So people need to just have that situational awareness. More on the preparations ahead of this week's winter storm is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Thanks, Brayton. Many towns and villages are reinstating winter parking rules. We told you about the bus routes in the city of Buffalo. Yesterday, overnight parking restrictions are also in place in Cheektowaga, Tonawanda, Lancaster, and the village of Kenmore until spring. 5.07 now on WBEN. A middle school student in the Star Point School District has been charged with making a terroristic threat after making an unspecified threat against the school. That threat reported to a Niagara County Sheriff's deputy working as a school resource officer. The student charged, later released into the custody of his parents, will appear at Niagara County Probation Court at a future date. Former President Trump has made it official he is running for the White House again. He spoke for more than an hour at his Florida resort home, claiming President Biden and Democrats destroyed the economy and he will fix it. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. But former President Trump must first win his party's primaries and fight a series of criminal investigations that could derail his candidacy. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. And we'll hear uh, much more on that throughout the morning. Across the country, a debate in some school districts about what, if any, books might be inappropriate to have in school. WBEN's Max Ferry tells us that includes districts here in western New York. Some parents in Orchard Park and Hamburg have been going to Board of Education meetings expressing concern about the content in certain books in the school libraries. Steve Barlett from Orchard Park has a particular issue with one book. A parent and a teacher both came to me and told me of a particular book that was in the library and I did my research on it and I looked it up and I was shocked by the graphic content. It 
portrayed graphic underage sexual activity. It was actually depictions of it, illustrations, and I brought it to the school board's attention. I didn't ask for a ban. I asked for a, a review, and, and I just kind of warned them, hey, we've got this kind of stuff in our library. President of Niagara Erie Superintendent Association and Superintendent of Hamburg Central Schools, Michael Cornell, says it's important to know that these books that parents take issue with are not mandatory reading, and the quotes they are reading don't tell the whole story. I've talked to the folks who have come to our board meetings, and they specifically picked out the book, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. So when I spoke to these folks on the phone after the meeting, I, the first question I asked them is, did you read the entire book? The answer I got was no. I didn't read the entire book. I read the excerpts online that I thought were bad, and that's what I came and read to you at a board meeting. Bartlett reiterates he's just trying to raise awareness to particular books that some parents could easily determine to be sexually explicit, and most parents like him are not out to ban books. More discussion and detail is made available to you on our website. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Mostly cloudy skies, scattered rain and snow showers today with a cool breeze. Highs in the upper 30s. Tonight, lake effect snow develops south of Buffalo, well south of Buffalo, down in ski country. Overnight lows near 30 degrees. On Thursday, the lake band will develop northward and sit over the metro area late Thursday. And it'll be impacting our weather right through the upcoming weekend. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Meteorologist Andy Parker is joining us this morning on WBEN. Andy, great to talk with you as always. You know, this storm's been building and building. We've gone from a watch now to a warning this morning. It sounds like this could be a, a pretty big historic storm. Yeah, this is kind of how it's supposed to go, where you have advanced warning multiple days when you see something of this size and scale and the duration. It's great to have three, four days to batten down the hatches and get ready for it. And you mentioned, will it be historic? That word has been associated with this storm in probably last 48 hours as this has come together. The reason for that, and we've had some big ones in November, but let me ask you guys, what's the most snow in a single calendar day you think we've ever had in November? It would seem like November, right? Uh, that was, well, at the airport. That's the caveat where it's officially measured. Uh, I'll, give, I'll give it to you. It's early in the morning. 24.9. That was in 2020. That was when the city got buried. And that's just a single day. Now, we all know that Lancaster was up over 60 inches in uh, multiple events. 2014 was a double event. I don't know if a lot of people remember it. They remember shoveling at the end of the day. There was one big pile, but it actually came in two sections. One section that dropped about uh, 30 inches or so, then another one that came in uh, a few days later and hit it again, ironically, on the anniversary of, uh, of the start of this storm. I, I heard you talk about the start of this storm uh, and, and Alan talking about it with traffic. Um, it's going to begin Thursday evening for the city between nine and midnight. You can kind of, on these things, you can set your clock to the beginning time. There's really very little worry about, well, is it going to start Thursday or go Friday morning? It, it's Thursday night. Don't kid yourself. It's happening. Uh, before we get there, though, I do want to touch on tonight because some people may be looking ahead to Friday. There's going to be a bit of lake effect tonight for Southern Erie County and uh, Chautauqua and Cattaraugus that could catch them with a very quick eight to 10 inches of snow. 
So the folks down there are, are not involved in all the talk of the Buffalo snow, but they're going to have their hit tonight. I just wanted to get that out there so that they're not surprised and they don't send me the text. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday night, this comes through, and it, and it begins a freight train of snow. I'll take your questions. You guys can direct me wherever yeah. you want to go. When, when it comes to – I'm very interested in the forecasting of this and how it's evolved over the last several years because uh, I, I feel like there it might have been lake effect. Well, we, we might know it's coming, but it's any, uh, anyone's guess where it ends. And now it seems like we have a much better idea of exactly where that band is going to line up. And it seems like over the past few days, every six hours or so, it's updated with even more accuracy. How does that work? Oh, Brian, you hit it on the head. I could have been doing this since the uh, the 90s, uh, back when the radar was literally this thing that looked like you pulled it out of a submarine. It was a green sweep, and there was no tracking or timing. What we have now is the ability to do multiple model runs. So these supercomputers are crunching the numbers, looking at these scenarios, running through it multiple times an hour. It used to be only get it once or twice a day. But now you have what's called these rapid model runs, and it can give you that uh, uh, that information on a more localized scale in more recent updates. And then you can compare those run to run to run, and those have gotten much better. It's really key. I think the improvements in the last decade or so has been to the identifying the factors that make lake snow and, and what's a legitimate storm versus something that might be a, a marginal maybe. And, and when this one falls into that category, uh, it's very easy for the computers to pick up on it. You've got lake temperatures that are in the 50s. This air temperature above the lake is going to be way below the freezing mark. So all you need is 23 degrees of difference between the lake temperature and something up around a mile high to get this engine going. And that's there. That's no problem. And then you've got the wind flow that comes over the long length of the lake. A lot of times you get a, a flow that comes across the short length from Canada, Long Point, over to uh, Hamburg. That's a very short span over open water. This one is coming all the way from Toledo to Buffalo, and it's going to pick up all that moisture and bring it up and into the city. So we know the wind direction. And now it's just a matter of refining that direction. And the devil is in the details when it comes to lake effect, because literally a degree or two difference in wind direction can change where that lake band goes by a town or two. And uh, some people can see it in the distance and some people are right underneath it. Uh, so I think the technology there for predicting the, uh, the type of uh, scenario that is needed to form lake effect and then giving us that start time is really that that's that is spot on all right and detecting the exact exact undulations the movements of that band that at two to three to five degree difference in wind direction that's the subtlety that still isn't isn't totally there are we talking about one band of lake effect it no narrow or wide Yes, it is. It's going to be a, a single band, a unidirectional single band. It begins Toledo and Cleveland, and that wind direction comes up the lake. Now, what happens is you have this lake beginning to boil up, if you will, sending these plumes of uh, warm, moist air up into the sky. As it does, that's being pushed along by the upper-level winds. And so you got these plumes popping up, and if you could see it in 3D, it's a really wild situation. And then all of that is pushed inland up towards Buffalo. And when you're standing underneath it, it feels like the snow isn't just falling, but it's being thrown or dumped on you. When you get uh, inches per hour, two, three, four, and in Lancaster in 2014, it was reported at five inches an hour, an incredible amount. That's the, uh, the record setter. 
And, uh, and, and so that's the type of thing that you're underneath. Then occasionally you hear that muffled thunder because you have this rising air and it's pushing past each other, becomes statically charged, and, and you get the thunder snow out of it at all, which then just makes it fall even harder. Uh, so that's what we're looking at coming uh, in a single band on Friday. We're speaking with meteorologist Andy Parker on WBEN Buffalo. You, you know, Andy, when I ask a meteorologist, will this compare to Snowvember and what we saw, which, I, you know, for my lifetime, being, you know, seeing that in person was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. If I don't get an immediate, oh, no, I start to get worried. I'm not getting an immediate Oh, no, from people. How do you think this is going to stack up? Uh, You know, well, when you you pick a good one to stack it up against, because literally that particular storm has become the subject of studies and research and grad school papers because of its unique properties where it formed a wall on the northern side. Uh, I was at that as well. I drove along the airport in the sun, got over to Broadway, coming down transit. You could literally, on one side of the street, see daylight. On the other side, it was gray, and it, you could almost stick your arm into it, like a wall there. It was, it was crazy how that set up. So to compare it to something like that, you pick the, the, the granddaddy of them all. Where does this end up? And this is the debate that's being kind of bantered around through the forecast community right now is, does that northern wall set up? Or is this something that is going to be able to kind of spray around from Buffalo back down through maybe West Seneca, then bounce up again? And that is the part that at this stage of the game is not known. And so is that on the table? Yes, it is. There are some comparisons that if this began to just lock into place and you get that northern wall develop, you would have that intense snow. And the duration of this band, the event is going to run from Thursday evening pretty much right on through Friday without a lot of movement. And you look at that timeline. Let's do the snow math, shall we? Uh, I know it's early in the morning, but this will be simple. Let's just say we get a pedestrian two inches an hour that begin at midnight. And you run that through, let's say, 6 p.m. the next day. You're going 12 plus another, and you're very easily over two feet of snow in this storm. And and that's with a two-inch per hour snow. Uh, If this does intensify, that's why you see these ranges, and you see all of a sudden it's, well, is it one to two or four feet of snow? And that's where the, uh, the question lies. Will it wiggle town to town, or will it lock in like 2014 over Lancaster and just become this four to five inch an hour monster? That's still on the table. That's why you see these huge ranges. The most likely solution is that we're in that uh, that 18 to 26-inch range, and there's some wiggle room where it hits the city early on uh, fr- a Thursday night and Friday morning, then drops a little south, spreads some love over uh, uh, Depew, uh, Lancaster, West Seneca, and, and Lackawanna, sits there, and then m- migrates back northward, and eventually – there's, uh, there's a lot of uh, confidence that this will go north up into Niagara County for a time during the day on Saturday, which is the best case scenario because it allows those communities to have some relief, do a little cleanup, and then that band will come back through Sunday night, sweep through Sunday morning, pregame, by the way, and then be out of here and to the south. Um, if that wobble to the north doesn't happen on Saturday, and, and it's not a guarantee, it's about a 70% chance that it happens. 
Uh, if it doesn't happen, it, it, we are talking a disaster. That's where you start to go, you know, four feet type of situation. Wow. All right. Hey, Andy, great to have you on. And uh, hopefully we can check in again as this thing gets going. Absolutely. Yeah. Each day we'll have we'll uh, unpack another piece of the puzzle. And uh, I've given you everything that we know today and I've kind of stated what we don't know. Schools will close and airports uh, you're going to have flights canceled. That's a no-brainer. All right. Hey, Andy, thanks so much once again. Andy Parker, meteorologist, joining us live for uh, a look at what is ahead. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.